Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Single Parents Podcast. You got Anthony. You got Nicole. We're in the same room together. It's a <laughs> Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle. How have you been? What's been going on? Uh, oh, well, as we look outside right now, maybe different question. It's blizzarding, you guys. Yeah, in our community, <laughs> it's like the first big, legit snowstorm I think yeah. of the year. I don't think it snowed like this. It snowed so a little bit, but it, I think because it was a nighttime and it wasn't blizzarding like this, mm. it wasn't bad. We yeah. have degrees of how bad the <laughs> snow is here. It's great. And now it's nuts. And so, uh, but I've, you know, talked to a lot of people this weekend, actually, because we also had like our big community winter Christmas holiday festival thing downtown where people can go and do like vendor shopping and Christmas cookies and there's a parade. But anyways, a lot of people were talking about how they were hoping for snow because we're like, well, when this podcast comes out, it'll be like eight days because this comes out on a Friday, Christmas on a Saturday this year. So yeah, eight days until uh, Christmas, but they're not feeling the Christmas spirit. They're not feeling the, 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 the yuletide they're not feeling the tinsel they're not feeling the jingle bells just because maybe because we just have that snow maybe just because life is crazy for people still and they're still you know have you been figuring out stuff honestly i have not no i think i because i didn't realize that christmas was so close until like the other day i was going through my calendar and trying to figure out stuff and i'm like whoop can't schedule anything next weekend because that's uh, Christmas. I know, so I, I think like it, it just creeped up on me, to be honest. I think we're all still kind of bouncing back from COVID time yes, and how yes. everything, like, I feel like our schedules got so topsy-turvy. Yeah. Everything this year has just felt like, for one thing, it, does, it still barely feels like it's into this year. That's true. And then, like that's you said, true. everything just kind of crept up and it's felt, I don't want to say inauthentic, but just kind of like we're doing a dress rehearsal, I yeah, guess. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so... Bad mom moment. <laughs> okay, um, I hadn't gotten a tree yet because I uh, wanted a different kind this year. And yeah. I so it just went a couple of days ago. It's, what is today, the 14th or something? It's Yeah, we recorded this on the 14th, yes. It's not that far into December. I feel like, I figured there would still be trees at the store. It's not Christmas. It's not the week <laughs> of Christmas. And because we don't do real trees in our house. We have a small house and that is way too much mess. So the kind I wanted, I went to just Walmart yesterday because they mm -hmm. have a whole bunch of cheap ones to pick from. They had three artificial trees left, and they were all the same kind, and they were not what I wow. wanted. So I got to figure that out now because we don't have a tree. And Oh, shoot. And my cheap ass is not about to spend money on <laughs> one that I don't like. I've, Dang. I, just, I, will, I will make something with my kids before <laughs> I will buy something I don't like. <laughs> that's that's that smart. Bad? No, that's fair. That's fair. I don't even have... A real tree in my house because I don't know how much of the week of Christmas I'm going to even be at my house in town. So I just got my kids these little $10 mini trees that they decorated. They're and maybe that's cute. why I don't feel the the holiday spirit because my, I don't know. And usually, honestly, I drink a lot more eggnog than I have this year. I haven't had any yet. You haven't had any eggnog? Why are we like doing eggnog one. on this podcast? Oh, we should have. That we should have thought ahead, genius. guys. But no, I don't know. So, you know what? we'll just we're just gonna have to make the best of this last week up until christmas we're this is why we're putting out this podcast because you know maybe you're also not feeling the 
the the the the jingle bells, the Santa Claus coming down your chimney vibes. Maybe you're just not feeling that either. Maybe for some of you out there, uh, if you're doing the whole alternating holiday thing with your with your uh, co-parent, with your kids' mom, with your kids' dad, maybe it is holiday doesn't fall on your time, and maybe you're not gonna have your kids for Christmas. So maybe you're like, yeah, I don't feel the holiday spirit either because I'm not gonna have my kids Christmas morning or what have you or maybe you are having your kids maybe you have your kids all the time and you're just not feeling the spirit because you're crazy right now like maybe life is insane and you still got to figure out how to buy presents for all your kids and how to make enough christmas cookies for santa all that sort of crazy stuff i don't know there's a lot of reasons why maybe people aren't feeling it this year and funnily enough we're gonna throw a little what is it called when you advertise yourself we're just gonna Throw a little advert in here. We've actually got a video for uh, some holiday tips so you don't wind up in the holiday rut. So like Anthony just mentioned, sometimes you've got a lot of stuff going on and expectations to meet. And yeah. you're supposed to make these cookies or be at this place or help out in whatever way. I'm just going to go ahead and like since we are, we already posted that. Video, we did right? post. It. Yeah, let's talk about that video because so, you get in case you didn't know last week, Nicole put out a video where she shared four really great tips on not how to just survive the holiday season, but how to like thrive in it, which I really liked how you phrased that. So in case they missed the episode, well, you should just go back and listen to the episode because I don't know why you wouldn't. It's really, really good. They're not conventional, but I'm not going to lie, guys. They're spot on. Well, if you can remember off the top of your head, can you recap them quickly for people who um, missed that episode? Well, the one I was just going to touch on that was actually probably my favorite one, you don't have to. All these oh, things yeah, that you that think you're good. supposed to do. And uh, I was having this conversation with my own mother um, just a mm. few weeks ago. She's like, well, you have to have a tree. You have to do this. And I was like, why? Why do I have to? <laughs> this, this is some of my mother's favorite moments with me where I turn into this little why. But uh, I had told her I just I, I'm not feeling it yet this year. I don't mm. know if I need to, you know, get my favorite bottle of wine and put on Mariah Carey because I, I don't feel like you can hear <laughs> that song and not get into the spirit. Uh, that's fair. That that's song fair. is transcendent and that's magical. Fair. So maybe that's what we need to do. Get mm-hmm. some nog, some real nog. I you like know what that. I, mean? I like that. Play some Mariah Carey. I'm down for that. But with all these things that you're supposed to help out with setting up these decorations and volunteering for this or making these cookies or setting things up exactly how you saw the super good youtube mom put her stuff on pinterest you're like no you don't Hmm. you don't have to if you don't want a tree don't get a tree like there's so much stuff with the holidays if christmas is the holiday you're celebrating Mm -hmm. like for one thing i'm I'm just gonna the christmas tree is not christian anyway (laughs) but you don't have to do a tree or you don't have to or guys i'm gonna tell you a quick one i do not wrap shit anymore i just don't i will spend more money on Hmm. bags because i am not about to spend some of the few years I have on this planet Mm. wrapping presents and then having my kids tear into them. And I don't know if this is just me. I can't enjoy Christmas morning with just shredded crap all over the floor. So I spend more money and I just put every damn thing in bags and we've got a lot of presents and I'm like, I don't care. My mom's like, well, don't you want to have the kids something to like tear into and open the wrapping? I'm like, see this bag? You just like, (laughs) pull it out there's tissue paper it's a lot of fun but i feel tissue paper is a lot more manageable that's true i don't know but all the anyway long story short a lot of these things that you think you have to do or you're supposed to do you don't have to do Mm. you absolutely don't and i feel like so many of us at the holidays and again i'm not going to go into this too much because we just put a video on this but Mm -hmm. i i feel like a lot of us tend to worry so much about everybody else's lists 
and we almost never even get to ours sometimes. Like, mm. guys, for the holidays, I think I'm just at the point now, maybe it's our age, like, do whatever the hell you want for the holidays. If that looks like tradition and trees and wrapped presents and going to meet all the obligations and you love that and you rock it, I think that's amazing. And we love looking at it on Pinterest. I'm not going to pretend mm-hmm. like I don't. If your holiday is like Christmas story style and you just go to the Chinese buffet and you rock it, I think that's also an amazing holiday. Like whatever you're celebrating, instead of doing what you think you're supposed to do, just for me, I would ask yourself what your ideal holiday looks like. Not what you think it's supposed to look like, not what Pinterest told you it's supposed to look like. I really think, I mean, we should kind of be finding what we want to do. Like we've only got a few years on this planet, you guys, you know, and I think bringing up kids now the way we do a little more progressively and with a little more thought put into it beforehand, like I I feel the same with the holidays. You know, if there's traditions that work for you, absolutely keep them. But I don't think you actually have to do any particular thing. I really don't. Yeah, I think that's good because I think the holiday season could be whether you're a single parent, single married parent, just regular, whatever. I think just in general, the holiday season, Christmas especially, can be very, I guess, counterproductive or ironic, whatever word you want to put in there. Because at the essence, we're in the spirit of giving and thankfulness and family and all this stuff. But at the same time, there's still a, a lot of commercialism, still a lot of materialistic foundations to a lot of our motivations there's still just a a lot of that and so uh you know me as a as a dad to my little kids teaching them about hey you know this is the reason for the season this is what it means to be generous this is what it means to to give back to people in need and all that while at the same time they're seeing me get crazy because I have to go to the store and I have to, as you said, find a Christmas tree. And if I don't have the right tree, I'm going to go crazy and lose my mind. And we have to run here to this Christmas party and we need to have this done uh, by this day because we got to travel out of town and all this stuff. So like they're hearing me say one thing with the, with my mouth, like this time of year, this is the year we, we give thanks. This is the year that we get back to others. This is the year that we spend time as a family loving and appreciating the life that was given to us. But with my actions, they're seeing me sometimes all over the place. And so, like, I can't be surprised as a dad when Christmas morning comes and goes and uh, they play with their toys that they just got for, like, maybe half a day. And then they're, oh, dad, I'm bored. What's the next? Or can we go to the store and spend the Christmas money grandma got because I I need a new toy already. Or, hey, (laughs) dad, count down. How many days until my birthday? Because I think I want this. For my birthday. So like that frustrates me. I'm like, you just got all this stuff. Why why aren't you thankful? Why aren't you happy? And it's like, well, you know, how great of a job did I do as a parent throughout the month to establish that sense of attitude? And that's not to like shame me or shame anybody who gets stuck in that. I think it's just something to think about because ultimately we say this a lot on the show. uh, Our identities aren't wrapped up in what we do or what we don't do or the presents under the tree or how great our Christmas pajama on a picture on Instagram looks like as much as like we value that stuff like that's not our identity. If you are a single mom, single dad working two jobs, barely can pay the rent, barely can do this and you could barely afford to put one present under the tree. The fact that you couldn't 
put uh, a Hallmark movie spread of gifts under that tree does not make you any less of a mom or a dad uh, or the opposite. If you were super financially blessed this year and you were able to put a thousand presents under the tree, that's great. You should celebrate that. But that doesn't define you or as a mom or dad because your identity is not in all of the the image stuff that can come in the holiday season. So I just wanted to throw out there to follow up what you said, Nicole, because I think to answer the question that you brought up, like why, why do we do these things? Why do we feel motivated to do these things? It's because sometimes we feel like who we are and our self worth is wrapped up in producing those things. And that's just, that's just not the case. You know, like who you are is not what you can and can't do during the holiday season. And I think, Sure, you know, your kids, my kids, four, five, six years old, you know, they're going to want to see the presents on the tree. They want to see Santa and all that stuff and you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, maybe not the next day or the day after that, but at the end of the day, whether that be when they become adults or maybe teenagers, I think ultimately they're going to appreciate the fact that, as we always say on the show, mom and dad was just there and they showed them love and faithfulness and uh you know joy and all that all those words you want to throw in there i think again at the end of the day they're going to appreciate that if that's what you're truly striving for right that is hard it's you know we talk about the internet being such a double-edged sword and you know i definitely love that we have so much more access now to most things but it is hard because comparison is yes I feel like comparison is this very wild animal that was not on the loose a long time ago. And now it's for the same things. You know, we have good intentions, but we see everybody else, you know, the Jones is doing their Christmas and the matching jammy pictures Mm -hmm. with the perfect filters and the gorgeous tree and everything's so picture perfect. And it's hard not to compare. But I have to say, this is one of those stories where my child humbled me. The other day, I was making dinner, and he was like, well, how can I help? I was like, oh, did you want to learn how to make this one? Because my kids, you know, want to learn to cook. Yeah. And he's like, I want to learn to make all of them, Mom, you know, and I just want to be in the kitchen with you. And we have a small kitchen. I don't know if you grew up with what I did, like too many butts in the kitchen, one out. Uh, Yes. I tend to do that, and I'm trying (laughs) not to. I'm trying to be good about not doing that, but... My son said to me, my older son, he's 14, and he said, Mom, whatever you're making, I want to learn how to make it because I need to know how to cook because I'm going to be an adult, but I also want to be in the kitchen, and I'll be careful about the space and everything, but, you know, we were a little, like, you'd be cooking in the kitchen, and we'd be eating, and you'd be washing dishes, and then we'd go do something, and... I love you, but I like it better when we're talking and stuff. And when I grow up, I don't mean this in a mean way, mom, but I don't want like my partner cooking while I'm eating or hanging out and them washing again while I'm eating. Like, I don't want the separation where like for the holidays, a lot of times it's been, and I grew up this way too. Someone's in the kitchen or maybe two or three people. They're doing the cooking, the cleaning and everything. And everybody else is in the living room hanging Mm. out and Vince was just like, I don't want that. You know, if my partner's in the kitchen, I want to be hanging out in the kitchen and I want to do the holiday together. So if we're both cooking or we're both hanging out or the dishes have to wait. And, you know, I'm in my 30s and I'm sitting here listening to my child being a little bit smarter than me. (laughs) But he's not wrong. And it was just very eye opening. Like, that's a good point. So 
you know, we might want to set out the perfect holiday spread or make mm-hmm. sure everybody's catered to. But, you know, when your child is telling you, I'd rather you be hanging out in here or I'll hang out in here with you. It's a pretty big eye opener. I think sometimes we need to give our kids a little bit more credit, especially when it comes to emotional intelligence, because I think sometimes we think, and yes, yeah, again, little kids, especially maybe even teenagers, they're going to outwardly respond if they don't get the toy that was on their wish list or if they don't have all this stuff happen. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not, but I think sometimes kids really do understand what it looks like to value that that connection that you were talking about. So perfect case to that. You just reminded me of a story. So I mentioned our community had this winter festival thing, whatever this weekend. However, last week, the festival was on a Saturday. So all of last week, the days before that, the kids were battling a cold and I kind of caught a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. And we knew we weren't feeling the best on like Monday. Right. So I had just had to tell them like, look, if you want to go to this festival on Saturday, we have whatever, five days, four and a half days to rest, to take our medicine, to drink our fluids, to do all this stuff. Because if come Saturday, we wake up and we're still feeling like crap, we're not going to go to this festival because one, I know it's going to be cold. But two, like the whole town's going to be there and we don't need to be being around people when we don't feel the best. And so for the next few days, we, we, we kind of just laid low, stayed at home, didn't really try to go out a whole lot. Uh, especially the second half of the day, we were usually done around three o'clock, um, in our blankets, just chilling. And, you know, my kids chilling, they don't know what that means. And so their definition (laughs) of that is just not going to the park 50 times. Like that's their definition of chilling. They didn't chill. They didn't (laughs) rest one bit, but I just kept saying, all right, if you can keep jumping off the couch, but if you're uh, still hacking and coughing and nose is snotting on Saturday, you're not going to the festival. Like, Oh dad, we got this. We got this. So come Saturday, you know, they still had a little lingering cough, but it was obvious they felt fine. And I didn't feel super great, but, you know, just had to figure it out. And so we went down to the festival, spent all day down there with friends, and it was actually pretty cool. Like, they had little trains that the kids can ride on. They had cookies that you can eat for hours and snacks and music and art and all that stuff. And then at the end of the day, they kind of cap it off with uh, like a parade where all the people and business owners in town dress up their cars and trucks and put lights on it and drive around. And uh, my kids were actually able to get on one of the parade floats. Oh, so they were looking forward to that all day. So it was a super cool day, super cold day, super long day. We got home. We were all tired. And uh, I was like, you know what? Tonight we had a long day. Let's just get into bed and let's just cuddle and we'll all just kind of go to sleep together. And uh, usually at the end of the day, we spend some time having conversation before we fall asleep. So uh, we talk about lots of stuff. But one question sometimes I end up asking is like, hey, what was your favorite part of the day? Like, what did you really enjoy? And uh, my older daughter, my six-year-old, she was like, you know what, Dad? I think this is my favorite part of the day. I'm like, wait, what? Of all the stuff we did today, like all those cookies you ate, having fun with your friends, riding in the parade float, doing all this stuff. Like, why is laying in bed your favorite part? Are you just tired? She's like, no, like we just get to cuddle as a family. And that's my favorite part. And I was like blown away because all week for five straight days, I had in my head, 
just got to feel better so we can take them to this festival because it's going to be fun and we're, they're going to form core memories and this is what they're going to remember for years and all these family stuff. But at the end of the day, even though I accomplished all that, we did all the things, spent way too much money. What my daughter said, her favorite part of that whole thing was just us cuddling in bed as a family. And that was really humbling to me because if she would have asked me that question, I would say, oh, it was really cool. You know, when we got to, you know, go do X, Y, Z at the festival. But she didn't say that. And so I just think sometimes, again, not all kids are going to say if the day after that I could have asked my daughter, she could have said something totally materialistic. But I just think sometimes, you know, our kids just deserve a little bit more credit because they are, as we often say on the show, internalizing stuff that we don't even realize that they're internalizing and so anyways yeah, I feel like I it goes both ways you know yeah. like everything that they learn from us i swear to god we grew up with our kids and it's such a hippy dippy way to say it but i feel like our kids are so grounding sometimes have you ever mm. heard of where you're I think actual grounding is where you just walk barefoot on the earth outside. <laughs> yeah. And it's this very cool, spiritual energy, awesome thing. And I feel like our kids are almost a version of that. They really do get you back in touch with reality mm. and what matters and kind of sometimes shake you out of your parental over accomplishing, overdoing, over stressing funk. Yeah. And I feel like they just really sometimes help ground you back to where you may need to be sometimes and that's true i swear we really do like they kind of raise us too yeah i think it's because kids are the biggest source on this earth if you're spiritual you don't believe in god jesus all that stuff that can come there but for people on this earth the biggest source of like genuine unconditional love i believe comes from your kids because, you know, when you get married, you, you, you make this promise to love each other unconditionally. And some people go out their lives living that promise out to one another. But for a lot of people, there's still divorce and, and stuff like that. So that unconditional love becomes broken. But for your, our kids, they just show up, you know, loving mom, loving dad for the most part. However we look. Exactly. On our bad days. Do you ever have those days where you just go to bed and you're like, I could have done this better. Yeah, all done all the better. time. Yes. There was this social experiment. <laughs> I forgot what platform it was on, but they basically interviewed like 20 or so kids and asked them, what's your favorite thing about your mom? What do you think about this or that about your dad? And then they had the parents watch it. Guys, I tell you, every one of these parents was like bawling because they're like, <laughs> I feel like we tend to, you know, think, where did we fall short? Yes. What could we have done better? Yes. Well, our kids are just, you know, amazed and hmm. they just love us so much and they see all the things that we should probably be seeing about ourselves. <laughs> but, you know, through your kids' eyes, yes. it's... I don't know. It's humbling, but it's incredible, too. It also gives you a little bit of a big head because they just it doesn't matter how you look, mm -hmm. like how much you think you're just a total slob <laughs> one day and your kids just think you're amazing and yes. all they want. Like uh, one I know happens for a lot of us moms who have the like mom tummy after having kids. Mm. For most of us, at least my experience, your kids love that soft mom tummy. And it's <laughs> easy to be like, oh, man, I don't look like I used to. And I wish I still look like this. But then the way your kids act about being able to just come hug, mm. like hug your belly or just snuggle on your belly because it's soft. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, well, I, I couldn't have like hard abs now because my kids need this. And it sounds dumb, <laughs> but like they love That's it. True. They're like, mom, you're so soft and we love hugging you. 
Like, guys, how am I supposed to go to abs after that? I'm just <laughs> you saying. Can't. That's good. Yeah. So pass the tacos because my kids love exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I love you boys. <laughs> but no, that's true. I think that's where we as parents just need to rest is in the fact that our kids are going to love us unconditionally. But again, so so it's this external pressure, internal pressure, maybe both that we often feel it's as it's weird as if we think it might be coming from now, oh, I just got to make my kids happy and I got to do this for my kids or whatever, whatever, whatever. But oftentimes that's like a smoke screen. Like that real pressure is not coming from your kids. It's not coming from where it's coming from us believing this external cultural from lie other from other people, us. for other people before us or for people on TV who are just trying to sell us stuff or from our neighbors who we barely talk to, who, you know, they have the the Christmas lights all decked out on their house and you come home and your house is dark as can be and you're like, oh man, I should put up Christmas lights. Not because you want to, it'd be fun to put up Christmas lights, but because the Joneses have their lights, I guess I better I guess I better put up my Christmas lights. And now you're grumpy because you had to spend your Saturday putting up your Christmas lights. And then you to Nicole's point, spend like, that money better anyway. Just like if you, yeah, if you're gonna be grumpy about putting, just don't put up your lights. Like, let I tell you guys, <laughs> Anthony already knows this, oh, but I, I was actually pretty pleased with how our Thanksgiving went. Like we don't oh, really yeah, yeah. celebrate so much in my house, um, but. You know, it's the kids are out for the holiday and I only had my younger son. Um, so my older one celebrated with his dad's family, had a great time. They went all out. They did the whole big hullabaloo. He was like, Mom, we had food here and food here. And everybody was talking. He had a great time. My younger son was home with me. Mm. And I just asked him instead of being like, OK, what are we supposed to do for Thanksgiving? You know, like my parents or neighbors or friends or whoever would say well you've got to cook this and do this and that and the other <laughs> i asked my nine-year-old what are we doing for this holiday you know oh. since you're out for a holiday what do you want to do with the day and again if we were more worried about celebrating the actual holiday even then probably i would have done the same thing mm. but i asked him what do you want to do for the holiday out of school he says well Honestly, I mean, turkey's okay. I'm like, no, honey, don't worry about what you think we're supposed to do. What do you want to do for the day? He goes, like anything? I'm like, within reason. He goes, can we have sushi and watch Ninja Turtles? Oh, my gosh. Yes. It was the best freaking day that sounds I've had like the in a best sentence i've ever heard in my I'm life i'm not gonna lie i got mom a bottle of wine too <laughs> yes but he oh we went gosh. and we picked out several sushi rolls we nice. were so stuffed nice. dude but we picked out a lot of good sushi i got some wine he picked out the kids love to have like their kid wine they found this really good sparkling cider oh, okay, it's okay. one of those martinelli's bottles i think but it's really good like it's actually really tasty and i don't like sweet things hmm. he got his special juice we ended up doing this ninja turtles marathon so at good. home and then watch like pacific rim after nice. he got it was so cozy it was so chill like i forgot how good ninja turtles is <laughs> you guys it was the best like holiday break time we've had it in a long time like my older son got home and he was all stoked about his holiday he asked about ours and he goes i'm kind of jealous <laughs> i'm sure I'm like this is like our <laughs> almost every friday night movie night he's like yeah but it sounds funner because you're supposed to do other stuff no. like yeah we didn't it was fantastic so that's why for christmas i just i'm at the nice. point instead of my to-do list that was probably handed to me from other people and other people 
I'm just kind of, I like the <laughs> idea of just, you know, ask the kids, what do y'all want to do? Like, what do we want to do? And then we'll worry about other stuff if we get to mm. it. And guys, it was awesome. That it's sounds great. cool. We kind of did that. I kind of did that a little bit with my kids this year um, because they had, we're just talking about just this Christmas week and what they wanted to do and stuff like that. And on her own, my five-year-old, my youngest, she said, you know what, dad, even though, I mean, she didn't say this part, but my time with them, my holiday with them is Christmas this year. So I had them for Christmas this year. So she's like, hey, dad, like, um, I think I want to spend Christmas with mom. And I think she kind of like looked at me after she said that. And now thinking back, like I'm thinking like it probably took her like a little bit of courage to say that because I don't think she would think I like start yelling at her or anything, but she knew that like Christmas time this year was with dad. And so for her to say, Hey, like I want to spend time with mom on that holiday. I think she's like, how's he going to react to this? And, uh, I was just like, you know what? Like, this is your life just as much as it is mine as you and your mom's. This is your holiday. If you want to spend Christmas with your mom, then that's cool. Like, but you have to like, you have to go to her. You have to communicate that to her and you have to be the one to, to kind of facilitate that. But, uh, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And then her big sister was like, oh, does that mean I get to have Christmas all by myself with dad? And we <laughs> can go do this, this, and, that? and then they started getting excited. And so she did, though. Next time she was with her mom, she told her mom, hey, mom, I want to spend Christmas with you this year instead of going with dad. And uh, we talked about it. And then, so uh, that happened. Honestly, shoot, when did that happen? Probably like beginning of november maybe even late october so all the way up until now that's still the plan and uh, what's interesting because this is like the longest my two kids my kids are like basically twins they're like maybe a year apart five and six but this is the first time uh that they've been apart from each other for this long so i'm curious to see how that goes but uh i just think that for me, I could have gone two different ways. I could have said, you know what? No, this is my holiday, and you're going to spend it with me. And I could have got, like, grumpy. Or I could have gotten uh, overly salesman about it and been like, well, you could go with your mom. But if you come with me, we're going to go to this, this, and this. Or you're going to get these presents if you go to my house and uh, all this stuff. And to kind of, like, manipulate her into saying, actually, Dad, I want to go with you, which is just as messed up as getting mad about it. But you know what? Sometimes you just have to, again, because my identity isn't slash can't be wrapped up in what my expectation of my Christmas holiday could look like. So I can't be so insecure about the fact that my daughter, it's not that she doesn't even want to like spend time with me. She just wants to spend time with her mom. So it's not about me at all. It's about her wanting to spend time with her mom. So I can't make that an insecurity about me and make it about me because my identity is not wrapped up in that. And I have to be okay with that. And so uh, I just I just throw that to, to, to parents and to what you said, Nicole. Like sometimes I think first we just got to start with ourselves, make sure that we're doing good, make sure that we remember why we do the things that we do. Then we need to remember that our kids love us and our kids are going to be there unconditionally for us. And that way that by knowing those two things, we can go to them, we can have conversations with them. We can say, hey, like, what do you think? What do you want? Can you speak into this? And if it's, you know, obviously appropriate, you don't do that for everything, but you speak, have them speak into it. And then whatever they say, like, 
you can go to bed and sleep easy that night because again you've done all the foundational work to make sure that uh, you are self-confident in in the first place so well, I, don't I feel like where you can afford that into your kids like you said not every situation like you do have to be a parent but where you can afford them individuality and identity and choice it's the difference between letting your kid be a an individual person rather than just being a schedule that has to be Ooh, stuck to that's good that's it's, good i love that it might sound minor but it makes such a difference mm. i noticed my older son his dad and i had a couple rocky years at the mm-hmm. very beginning of the divorce and custody and everything and had some things come up that made it much much harder but we've gotten to a point where, you know, we rarely look at the custody papers or mm-hmm. anything like that. I just, one day I, you know, you look at your kids and you, you just don't have the heart to put them down to a paper schedule mm. or, you know, I never had to go through that growing up. I don't think a lot of us did. And so we can't ever really understand what that mm. feels like to them, but you know, this year it's my year uh, mm-hmm, with my kids mm-hmm. for Christmas as well, and I ended up having one of them for Thanksgiving, and my older one is going to be spending part of Christmas Eve and day with his dad's family mm. because I said we're staying in town. We weren't supposed to, but since we are, you know, do you guys have anything going on? And my son seeing these interactions, you know, for several years now, he, when he was younger, he tended to get upset very quickly, lash out. And I noticed since the adults have, you know, let go of a lot of unnecessary pressure and unnecessary um, difficulty, it's been like night and day. And mm. he's, you can tell he's just so comfortable and he's more confident. And wow. conversations go so much easier. And I just think when we kind of, I, I think this is going to feed into, I know one podcast we want to do is about giving children autonomy and choices yeah. and the same rights that we give adults. And there's a lot of the generation before us that says, no, you don't do that. That's how kids get out of hand and out mm. of control. And I feel like we've been so conditioned to try to control kids for so long. And then we raise people who sometimes didn't stand up for things they should have until they were in their thirties. <laughs> you know, um, I just think there's a lot of cycle breaking that we can do. And I think this is going to kind of segue nicely into our next podcast mm-hmm. about, you know, affording children more autonomy and more choice because they, you know, if we start teaching them from the time they're little, you know, somebody else tells you what to do, how to feel, how to dress, where to go. It's, it's, I don't feel like there's just a switch you flip on one day and you're like, Oh, okay. Mm. They're my decisions now. And I can make them with no problem. If your entire life has been, you've been conditioned to just, do what someone else tells you to do. I'm not going to lie. My son came home and he told me a story about a teacher who had said, who had told somebody to remove their, um, something they were wearing in class. And I get there. If they're not supposed to have glasses and hoods on for dress code. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But he said, but mom, what she said was take those off so I can see your beautiful face. And it was a little uncomfortable and she wasn't even saying it to him, but, and I totally got it. I'm like, I think a lot of things that are said out of habit are really not thought about mm. it before they're said, but then you're raising, cause this was a young lady in his class that was being told that. And when you hear, you know, take this off so I can see your pretty mm. face. 
no, obviously, I don't think there was any right. weird intention there, obviously, right. but I definitely get his point, and I can see where things like that could end up, when they're done enough, could end up turning into maybe not such great decision-making or autonomy when a child's older because they've heard so many things like that. That's good. That's good. Well, there you go. That's a little tease for, I guess, for the next episode. <laughs> I like that you set that up because if you want to listen to the episode, you're going to have to do a few things. You're going to have to first just hit subscribe on this podcast. So that way you're uh, <laughs> notified on whatever podcast hosting platform that you're getting your text notifications from. That we have that episode up. That's going to come out shortly. I think next week, since next week is Christmas, we might do like a little Christmas vlog thing. So eggnog you guys, vlog time. Eggnog vlog time. Ooh, I like that. Okay. All right. So there you go. That's looking out vlog, for that. If you guys didn't know, if you just listened to the audio version of this podcast, uh, we do have a YouTube channel, so you could catch some vlogs over there. Or new feature we got invited to on Spotify. If you're not listening to us on Spotify, is we have video Spotify now available, Ooh. so you now can watch us on Spotify as well. I'm really excited about that. That seems I'm to be working pretty well. Uh, in the meantime, if you guys have anything that you want to share with us about your holiday season, about anything we said, maybe you just disagree and you want to chew us out. Maybe you want to share some stories. That's cool. Maybe you want to share your, uh, tasty adult eggnog recipe, whatever it is that you need to let us know. Okay. That can we drop in the comments? Okay. Yeah. Let's just forget (laughs) the email. Let's just comment that because we got to get to that quick. But other than that, you can use our email. It's just a single parents podcast at gmail.com. That's a single parents podcast at gmail.com. So get a hold of us there. But throughout this time, you know, maybe you're traveling, hanging out with family. Maybe you're going to be around single parents through like maybe your aunt, your sister, just friends going back home, going back to your town for Christmas. You're going to be around friends from high school. And you're like, you know what? I think uh, so-and-so might benefit from checking out this podcast from Anthony and Nicole, then just please feel free to share this podcast with a friend, a family member, neighbor, old high school buddy, whatever it is, because uh, that uh, just helps us spread the word a little bit because we just want to make sure that this community that we're trying to build here is accessible to everybody because we just we want everybody to be a part of the game. We want everyone to hang out with us and have a good time. And if you had a good time, this this is only if you had a good time. If you had a crap time, then just end the podcast and go about your life. But if you had a good time and you want to help us out one in more, one more way, then what you can do is just rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Five stars, five out of five, whatever they have it listed as. Just turn that all the way up to the tippity top because it shows us that we're doing something good here and we'll keep working on it in 2022 to keep uh, just honoring you guys just with the quality of the show. And also tells the algorithms that this show is good and it helps get it to more people. So we'd appreciate that. And then our social media queen, Nicole, can give you uh, the other stuff. I don't know if Anthony mentioned yet, but if he hasn't, we kind of have a lot of fun on Instagram. Yes. So we do have an Instagram, the single parents IG. That's what we're on Instagram. Yes, that's, right. that's it. Yeah. So that's where we <laughs> actually share a lot of fun stuff and we share fun stuff from other people as well. We follow a yeah. lot of really cool people on social media and our stories tend to be full of all kinds of random stuff but it's all it's usually it's not always but it's usually fun so if you guys aren't on our instagram go follow that check that out we have fun there almost every day and we also take a lot of really cool ideas on there and get a lot of cool ideas on there so you guys comment sections that's where it's at because that's where we you know 
get some of our content ideas from here and we also get to go check out really cool stuff that you guys recommend to us fantastic well with that everybody have a great holiday season whether you have already gone through hanukkah whether you're celebrating winter solstice or you're getting ready for christmas coming up and again what eight days from when this podcast comes out whatever it is just know you're doing good your kids are doing well take a breath enjoy some eggnog don't beat yourself up keep doing the best you can and know that if you do need that encouragement, me and Nicole, we're going to be here for you next time. And uh, we just can't wait to talk to you guys soon. You got this. You got this. So until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye.